The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Last May, Paul Trevo in Kerry, in Killarney, was speaking to me on the programme about the state of business and where business was headed. I think we're in the midst of a huge recession, even though our government won't admit to it. Everybody, in the last six months, their disposable income is down probably about €500 a month. Everybody is seriously suffering at the moment. To me, that's the verge of a recession. And you can see by the small businesses that are absolutely being decimated at the moment throughout rural Ireland and indeed in big towns and cities as well. Businesses are absolutely being crucified. And we're only going to see one thing within the next six months. And the only reason why we haven't seen it yet is because they postponed the debt warehouse until another 12 months but come october november december people are just going to go that's it i'm out how right he was uh, the weekend we hear of the oldest chinese restaurant in cork and i think the biggest sit-down chinese in cork the the tong sing announcing that it was closing paul by the way will talk to me at length tomorrow on the show joe seward you would have been a regular in the tong sing over the years um I, I I saw the news on Friday evening and I thought, nah, not the Tung Sing. Like, that's part of Cork. Good morning. Good morning, uh, PJ. Yeah, an integral part of Cork. Uh, and the the fallout from it, the, the reaction has just been overwhelming from people um, since, the, since the announcement. I know before Christmas, the, the Tung Sing made an announcement that they would be curtailed uh, opening times. And that, and that maybe was the first indication that... Uh, things weren't, you know, going swimmingly. And then this announcement, you know, on Friday, and as we say in the interim, so many people reacting because it was just very much part and parcel of Patrick Street. It was more than just a restaurant. It was a Cork institution. I remember going in there on a Christmas Eve and like an idiot had forgotten to book anything uh, for Christmas Eve. And I went up the stairs into the Tung Sing and I said, is there any way you'd fit it in? They were rammed. And the very nice lady up there said, look, come back in an hour. I will fit you in because it's Christmas, and they did. You know, yeah, it, I think it, some people have so many memories of Tung Sing. You know, I, I would imagine many people would have had maybe their first dates there, maybe right. con- their confirmation there, their communion there. It, it was just a, a, a kind of a not, not just even in the evening. It was a, a famous place as well for lunch back in the day. That's right. And I can recall, you know, they used to have a bouncer wearing a. A, a bow tie and a black jumper clad in bl- all in black and there'd be queues there on a Saturday and a Friday and w- one of the things there as well, the fact that you could get a late meal there as well and it, it was the hottest ticket in town maybe at the time back on a, a Saturday night and you would have had the Lee Cinema close in proximity and maybe that was people's date on a, a Saturday night, uh, a Chinese and then into the Lee Cinema for the late night show. That's right, that's right. I remember going in there for lunch with my late and much missed friend James O'Sullivan more than once and they had a fabulous lunch trade they were just always busy in there yeah and it was great value as well the lunch you know you might get a spring roll or maybe a spare rib starter maybe a chicken curry and back pre the euro uh, you know it would always been under under 10 pounds for for the whole package and maybe a scoop of ice cream and a coffee as well um it it was just an integral part of cork city it was it was my first ever sit down chinese would have been there i think around 1976 and i recall having chop suey chicken chop suey not even sure at the time was my palate kind of adjusted to chinese food because um, the first Chinese I would have ever had would have been maybe a takeaway from the Yangtze River oh, uh, off Barrack Street. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Too. Um, but but you know the, 
the Tung Sing to get the window seat there then would have been another yes. huge plus, you yes. know, to have a view of the city and you know, despite the fact that you know it's specialised in Chinese food, their European menu as well then was excellent and. They used to do a T-bone steak Abba there, steak. which for me was incredible. And Abba the steak, you know, yeah. I would have been a fan of the chicken Maryland as well. But it was just, it was just an incredible part of the city. Um, and it just seems strange now to see that it's it's gone. And as I say, the outpouring of emotion from people over the weekend and has been enormous. You're, you're right about the, the window seat. I remember getting in there one time and it was around the time the Christmas lights had just come on. And I'm talking about the old ones where they actually had bulbs back in the day and the multicoloured bulbs and the Christmas lights would come on and you'd get a seat in the window seat in Tong Sing and the view down and up Patrick Street. It was like, to take your breath away. Yeah, and it, it was ironic as well that it closed on um, Women's Christmas because I'd say it was another perennial place for people to visit in Women's Christmas. And I actually recall, you know, one of the great advantages of the Pearl River is that you could get food there maybe around 11 o'clock at night. And I recall a few years back going in there, um, I fancied a, a mixed grill late at night. I went in, I was sitting down eating my mixed grill, and I was, I was quite surprised because it was a midweek night why, why it was so packed. And I'd forgotten it was Women's Christmas, and I, I reckon I was the only bloke in there sitting down <laughs> having food. But it was Women's Christmas, but it was, you know, a testament to the popularity of the place. As I say, whether it was communions, confirmations, first dates, Women's Christmas, yeah. you know, it was just a part and parcel of uh, Cork City heritage, really. You wonder what will happen to the building now, Joe? Do they own it? I'm not sure, um, and I suppose that was another thing that people identified with so much was the Lee family. You know, people didn't say we're going to the Tongue Sing, we're going to Mrs. Lee's. That's that was, right. uh, right. you know, that was kind of a, a cork phrase. That Mrs. Lee's or Mrs. Mrs. Kelly's down the road. That we used to, the restaurants were there so long, we knew them by the owner's name. That's true. Yeah, and, and that's something that's sad to see. You know, when you look at Patrick Street now, you know, so many of the standing dishes in Patrick Street, I mean, Roche's store is long gone, you know, then taken over by Denham's gone. Easton's having moved, um, you know, you look at the other side of the street, the Savoy, and, you know, further back in time, you look at, you know, some famous pubs that were on the street. You know, Patrick Street is so devoid now of, um, you know, businesses that we recognise, and there's a fear that it's heading down the direction of maybe O'Connell Street in Dublin. You'd hate to see it end up oh, you would. like O'Connell Street in oh, Dublin. Oh, God, you would. And that, that, would be, that would be the fear. Yeah. A street I used to love, John, I'm sure you did back in the day too, O'Connell Street in Dublin. It's a kip now. And that's how yeah, say it that's it's, it's a kick. It's, it's an eyesore, and yeah. you know, it's it's embarrassing. So much history associated with O'Connell Street in Dublin, yeah. and to see what it's become, and that that would be the fear for Cork City. We, that, we can't let Patrick you know, Street go that way. Joel, by the way, I understand that there's a, a roundy birthday around now. Is there? There was, unfortunately, I hit the big <laughs> six zero yesterday. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> happy uh, birthday, fella. Happy birthday, yeah. and we, we'll talk Cheers, again. PJ. Cheers, we'll talk again soon. The great Joe Seward. The, your memories of Tong Sing. I said the last time I was in there was a Christmas, and we have this tradition in, in Coogan Towers for years to come into town on Christmas Eve and grab a bite to eat or do a few last bits, bits of shopping. And of course, I came in one, I hadn't thought of booking anything. And I thought, well, we'll stroll in now, we'll sit in the queue and Scoozies or something, right? And we had nothing booked, and there was, I'd say, it, we just struggled to get a burger on Christmas Eve. And I said, hey, the, the tongue signal, I'll give it one try. And I went in up the stairs, and they're sitting there. You could see into the restaurant, they were jointed, packed like.
and um, I said to the, is there any way at all? I said, we'd get in here for a family, there was four of us. Any way we'd get in at all. And she said, we are very busy, but come back in an hour and I'll see what I can do. And we went back in an hour and they squeezed us in somewhere and we had a fabulous meal that Christmas Eve. Elaine, you remember it well. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? I'm not too bad. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I do remember it well. Um, you worked now, there, I'm didn't in you? My, I did. I was in my 20s, early 20s. I was just there for over a year. It was part-time. But I would, I can honestly tell you that, I, you know, I've worked in different places and that's the one that I would still talk about and how well they treated their staff, the atmosphere, um, the, just the quality of food and everything, and just how popular it was with uh, with Cork in general. It was establishment. Everyone knew, you know, the food was good there, and you could see that by their their standards. Yeah, like you know, they had wonderfully wonderful um, standards. But um, you you know, if you walked in to a place. Do you know the way you'd go to work and say, I have to go into work today? Yeah. And you would actually look forward to going to work. Yeah. And yeah. just just the general atmosphere in the place, you know. In, in, in a world, like, Elaine, of takeaways and deliveroos and whatever you have yourself these days, people sometimes don't get, grasp the idea that there will be queues down mm-hmm. steps and into the street for a Chinese. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I mean, people would wait because they know exactly what they would have been received, you know, receiving. I can still remember number 38 was uh, chicken curry and fried rice. That that was fairly popular and, and different things. Chicken and broccoli and black bean sauce. Oh, yeah. um, then window seats, um, uh, things like that. And do you know the one thing that I would say? Say I, I might come in at half past five and I would start work at five. I put on my uniform and I'd start work at six o'clock. And do you know what the very first thing they'd say to me? Sit down and they'd give you your dinner before you even start. Mm. And you would start off. So that, that, that to me was like, do you know what I mean? You'd actually eat your dinner there. Mm. They'd give you your dinner before you start work. Yeah. And then like you're set up for them. You just, you know, keep going. And then you're speaking to all the customers. And it was just a lovely atmosphere you could have customers saying bring us out two scissors which would be two steaks yeah. and you know like the sassies and the szechuans and everything they'd be piping hot yeah. and sizzling it was the first and place i ever saw one of the sizzling plates when it came out yeah. and i couldn't believe it. Why when they said hot they meant hot like <laughs> yeah absolutely but it, like it was known all around cork you know the standard of food that tung sing had but even even the people i worked with as well like you know there was just a lovely atmosphere and it was a real team effort. Like you go into the kitchen and they say, hello, Elaine. And then they, they say, oh, I've made a big apple pie. Do you want a slice of apple pie or, you know, or something like that? You, you know, or, you know, it was just a, a lovely atmosphere. Yeah. And there was one other thing that I thought was really good. You know, say when we finish up work yeah. and they say, right, you're finished now and all that. And then they would make sure that you got a taxi or got into the right taxi and they also paid for your taxis home so I lived in Turner's Cross I was sharing a house in um, Turner's Cross but you know you know, even that like looking out the window to make sure you got into the taxi and then paying for your taxis as well like, fantastic you know, that um, was fantastic and it was just it was just customer service but it was just the atmosphere do you know when you get into Tung Sing everyone was talking laughing and then you know when you're busy you just Everyone just helps and we all get, you know, we just, everyone just helps in the team efforts and um, 
it's just a pure joy to walk there, really. Well, mm. it's a, and very and very sad to see it go. Elaine, thank you for that. Corks ninety six FM.